Proper Madness, formerly Beautifully Broken. My name is Savvy and I give a unique perspective on mental health by providing tools, guidance, and knowledge on how we can better understand ourselves as well as our past and present experiences and in doing so, we can help heal our mental health. I get to speak with a variety of individuals from around the world as they share their stories from their journey through their mental wellness so that it helps others stand strong and use their voice. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to Proper Madness. So in today's episode, it'll kind of be a supplement to the video that I did very recently called Overcoming People-Pleasing. If you haven't seen that, I recommend going to go watch that first and then coming back and listening to this. But if you haven't seen the video and you just kind of want to listen along, that's totally okay as well. I upload new episodes every week, so you may want to subscribe so that you're notified of when I put a new podcast episode up, so yeah. What I've noticed, though, in some of the other YouTube videos or podcasts that I have listened to so far um, about people-pleasing, they're very, very helpful. They pinpoint all these these traits that we can have with people-pleasing and how to overcome them, in a sense. For me, personally, if I don't understand the why behind a certain trait that I have or a certain behavior that I, that I exhibit, then at that point, it's difficult for me to try to overcome it. If you don't know why you're doing something, it's going to be really, really hard to overcome it or try to heal from it and push through it and catch yourself when you're making those same types of behaviors and patterns that you know and you're aware of. I think awareness stems from understanding the why. When you know why you do something and where it comes from, that's all you really need. When I watch these videos and listen to other podcasts or other people speak about people-pleasing, the one thing I always stopped and wondered is, okay, that's great. Like, that's how I overcome people-pleasing behavior, but if I don't know why I'm doing it in the first place, how am I going to overcome it? Every person is different, and it's relative to every individual because each... Each individual experience in this life is unique. No one's the same. So if someone were to tell you, give you traits of how to overcome your people-pleasing behavior, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to go, yeah, no, that's that's a really good piece of advice and I should do that. It's hard. Um, I think if you dig deep behind why you started exhibiting that behavior in the first place, like for me, an example is... Much of my people-pleasing stemmed from having codependent parents and watching them have that behavior most of my life. Um, It was also a huge cultural norm. I'm Indian. I come from an Indian background and family from northern India. Um, Both my parents were born and raised, one in Canada, one in England. So they were quite westernized. However, their parents had people-pleasing and codependency. So then... In turn, when they grew up, they had the same behaviors because we don't know what we don't know, you know? So, (laughs) you know, see what I did there? If I didn't understand why I started that behavior in the first place, then there is no way in hell I would have been able to heal from it. So now, 
When I catch myself in people-pleasing behaviors and I'm triggered to say yes when I don't want to, which by the way, people-pleasing is a lot more than just saying yes to things all the time. It's almost like this behavioral pattern that we're kind of trapped in, sort of like a loop where we're like, okay, I must do what I'm supposed to do or I must do whatever is within the least amount of resistance to other people because I don't want to cause conflict. Okay, so then at that point, maybe stop and ask yourself, well, where in your childhood did you want to prevent conflict? Why? Why did you want to prevent conflict? What was the reason behind it? Did you have an abusive parent? Were you criticized and talked down to? And, you know, were you basically battered in that way emotionally to the point where anytime you tried to stand up for yourself, you couldn't? You feel mute, like you don't have a voice? And that's why you people please. There's always a, a why behind what we do. Um, and I think that's what frustrates me a lot is people pleasing is kind of a term that's thrown around very loosely, like kind of like, oh, I'm so OCD, but okay, but do, were, do you actually have OCD or are you just someone who really needs to be organized, you know? Um, people pleasing is the same. It's a deeper rooted issue. But here's the, here's the difference there is we all suffer with some form of it. We all have a degree of people-pleasing. So a lot of the times when you see these these steps of how to cure people-pleasing, I think they're very, very helpful. I'm not bashing people who do that. I think there there's a lot of merit to those things because it helps you set boundaries. But if you don't figure out why you can't set boundaries in the first place and why you can't stick to them, then you're never going to stick to them and you're going to keep falling backwards into that same behavior over and over and over again and keep wondering why you can't move past it. Setting boundaries is huge, right? That's essentially, that's how you do push through that behavioral trait of people-pleasing behavior is once you learn how to set boundaries, and I mean set boundaries and how you want to do it, um, and communicating it in an effective way, I feel like sometimes when people get this idea of setting boundaries, it's like, what are you doing? Like I, when my, I remember <laughs> my sister's going to kill me for this, but she's grown so much and I'm just so, so, so proud of her. But when she first learned about setting boundaries, she would do it in the most abrasive way possible. And I kind of sit there and go, I was like, dude, you can't do that. Like you can't, I go, I'm, you know, I'm really proud that you're setting boundaries and that you're sticking up for yourself. I go, but you got to figure out a better way to communicate it. And she was just so gung-ho of just finally getting her voice and stepping out of her people-pleasing behavior as well. Because um, we grew up in the same household, you know. We both have the exact same... Actually, we both have very similar emotional traits. Um, and as I work through it, it's cool. I kind of help her through it. And it, it's really nice to see sometimes. Um, like, we went on vacation and recently as a family. And... Uh, and she finally, she's, her communication has just, oh my god, like, she's so good at communicating now, sometimes better than me, and I have to stop and go, oh my god, <laughs> oh, wow, that's really good. Um, so for her, setting boundaries was not only setting boundaries with other people, but setting boundaries with herself, and that's a huge part of overcoming people-pleasing. You have to set boundaries with yourself. Because you can people-please yourself, for God's sake. That's a thing, you know? You can overexert yourself, overschedule yourself, overdo things 
because you don't want to let yourself down. You're going, well, I really deserve to have a really fun, social-filled month. You know, I want to go hang out with all these people. But then you stop and you're going, well, why the heck did I do that? Oh, yeah, because I, you know, I really need to do this for myself. It's really good for me. Okay, but let's slow down. You know, like, can you handle getting drinks and hanging out with your friends and family four to five days in a row? Or aren't you going to be maybe like a little burnt out? So there's that part of it as well that's huge. Um, anyways, back to my sister. So um, when she first started setting boundaries, it was well, God, good Lord. And then eventually she actually started figuring it out on her own. She realized that yes, it's important to set boundaries, but communicating it in a gentle and effective way is what is key. So um, an example would be, and I'm using her as an example because it's a really good one. When we went on vacation as a family, the rest of us kind of wanted to go do our own thing. And uh, my brother had invited her like, oh, let's go take a walk. Let's go here. Let's go on a hike. And she would just say yes, because she didn't want to make him feel bad because she knew that he loved spending time with her. So she was not, I'm just going to say yes and go because I don't really spend time with him. You know, I, I want to go do that. But deep inside, she was, I don't really feel like doing that though. I kind of just want to go to the beach and read and just go for a walk and be alone with my own thoughts. And I stopped and I looked at her and I was like, I go, you realize like this is a vacation for all, all everyone, you know, we're all on our own vacation technically. We're just here as a family to spend time with each other. But you also need to take time to reset and recharge for yourself. And she was like, okay, you're right. And I was like, you, it's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes to everyone. I'm not going to be upset at you if you go and do your own thing. You need to take care of yourself too. And so she was okay, well, how do I do that? And I just started to go, okay, when you wake up every morning for the rest of this vacation, I want you to ask yourself, what do I want to do? And then just go do that and have a happy medium. You don't have to be selfish and tell us all to go F off. And then we don't see you. And then we see you later for dinner you know what I mean? And she goes, she goes, okay, okay, I can do that. And she did it. And it was the coolest thing ever. She was able to say no. And you could tell she was scared to say no at first, which much of, which many of us can relate to this, right? Because when you first start saying no and setting boundaries and doing more things for yourself, it feels weird at first. You're, it's kind of counterintuitive because if that behavior was ingrained in you from a, a young childhood perspective for whatever reason that might be to then counteract and catch yourself in those moments is also very difficult it can also it can be really exhausting too to be honest a lot of the times I would be very very hard on myself and that would kind of reinforce my people pleasing and so don't do that <laughs> in my experience when I first started doing that I actually very quickly started realizing who the toxic people were in my life when I set a boundary with someone and they resisted it, it kind of made me stop and think and go, whoa, okay, this person benefits off my people-pleasing behavior. That's another part people don't talk about is how many people in your life have used you and taken advantage of you because of that behavior? Because they're so used to you saying yes, the second you start saying no, they kind of get upset and aggravated about it and they don't know what to do. They don't really meet you in the middle. It's okay if they get upset and aggravated at first. It's completely normal. They're confused, you know. <laughs> it's expected. Um, but if they don't adjust afterwards and meet you halfway, then 
to be honest, in my opinion, that's not a very good person to have in your life regardless. Um, I had a couple of friends that I stood up to um, last year and just kind of spoke my mind about, oh, no, I'm not okay with you saying this or I'm not okay with this behavior. And I was met with resistance. I was met, met with gaslighting and it kind of made me stop to, and go, okay, well... There's nothing, you know, this person isn't a terrible person just because they're exhibiting these behaviors and they're reacting this way. No, they're just largely unhealed and it's difficult for me to be around them because they don't bring out a good side of me. Yeah, setting boundaries is always going to be difficult, but the way that you, you can communicate it, I think, in an effective way that's not going to piss everyone off is you kind of think about, okay... I'll give an example. Um, I'm really good at explaining things when I give examples, which is why I do it so much. So <laughs> forgive me if you don't like my examples. I just, sometimes my brain's like, how do I explain this? I think a good example of communicating a boundary effectively is leading with compassion. And by that, I mean, you don't have to be aggressive about it. <laughs> um, you can very simply just say, Okay, example, I had a friend of mine that made a comment to me last year that to me was crossing a boundary that I really didn't like, but to be honest, I wasn't enforcing those boundaries to begin with. Um, so the way I approached it was something like this. Like, you know, I know I haven't spoken up about this previously, but I really don't appreciate when you say these comments because it's just something I'm very uncomfortable with. And you'll get one of two responses, right? I mean, it's pretty obvious that the two you're going to get. You're either going to get, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm, thank you for telling me. I didn't know that. Some people just need to know. They're not psychic, you know? Or you get the, what do you mean? That's not what I meant. Then they blow up and it gets, it's like a whole thing. And you're like, okay, this is why I didn't say anything to be begin with. But just because you have that thought of this is why I didn't say anything to begin with, doesn't mean you need to invalidate yourself going forward to continue to set those boundaries. Um, another part of people-pleasing behavior that I have found is passive-aggressive behavior. Good lord, those two go hand in hand. You know, someone who just kind of goes along with things, they don't ever really tell you why they're upset, they just kind of keep it to themselves because they don't want to cause conflict. That is people-pleasing. That's a form of people-pleasing. I am willing to <laughs> to go to bat and argue and find whatever evidence I need to to say that passive-aggressive behavior is largely a people-pleasing trait. Um, I have had very many people in my life who I've done something to upset them, okay? Now, no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I piss people off, you know, and people have pissed off in my life. I have no idea. I've lost count. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I've done something to upset them. And instead of them speaking up and setting a boundary in a compassionate way or saying something, they just don't say anything at all. Um, in fact, they just start acting different and acting a little more passive aggressive, a little more irritable. Like they expect you to figure out why you've upset them. I, that is, to me, that's part of people-pleasing because it's, again, you don't want to cause conflict. You don't want to speak up. I say this from experience. I used to be passive-aggressive because I didn't want to say anything. 
I was just really scared of causing conflict. So I just start acting really weird and different and hope and pray that the other person would pick up that I'm upset. So then they could go, oh, what's wrong? And then I tell them. Now, speaking from experience, please don't ever do anything like that. <laughs> I used to do it, and now I know people who do do it, and which is probably why it irritates me so much, because I know what it's like and where they're coming from. But at the same time, not, not one of my best behaviors, but as I overcame my people-pleasing behaviors and setting boundaries, my passive-aggressive crap went out the window. That was like... A few years ago. Um, I still struggled with it on and off. Like I had my family members call, call me out on it. Um, but now I would say I'm like aggressive aggressive. You know I just kind of say whatever I want to say. Within reason. You know I'm not I'm not a, a super mean pe person. Um, but now yes. If someone says something that bugs me. Or that I really don't like. I will address it immediately. In a compassionate nice way. But those have been my experiences with people-pleasing behavior and why I think all of that is just so important for us to understand is there's different levels of it and setting boundaries we need to figure out how to do in our own way. I think once you find your voice and once you get comfortable with your voice and speaking your opinion and speaking your needs and knowing that there's validation in your needs and wants then it gets easier over time. You know, you just got to take baby steps. And I promise you, when you take those baby steps, they're going to seem like you're climbing a giant mountain. It'll be okay. You're going to take one step and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. Wow, I can do this. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, you might be met with some negative responses, but I urge you to push through it. And if you are met with a negative response in any way, Please be kind to yourself. Someone's reaction of you setting a boundary um, isn't a direct reflection on you. You know, I think as long as you're leading with, like I keep saying, compassion and vulnerability and um, awareness into the situation and also respecting the other person's needs and where they're coming from, you're not doing anything wrong. But that's all I have for you guys today. This is a shorter episode just because I already spoke upon it so much but there are just so many other things I wanted to mention on this topic um but yeah it's uh always find always find that why behind any behavior once you find that why then take it a step deeper and ask yourself where it stemmed from in your childhood and then you know you dive deep and do that healing and really just sit there with what's going on so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow and share this with someone who you think might need it. But other than that, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have to go through the eye of the storm to see the clear horizon ahead. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you next week.